Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. My guest today is the owner and founder of the company Engage 365, Mr. Jared Green. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's a pr- pleasure. Yeah, it's it's really it's really an honor to have you. Um, <laughs> I've been following your page. Me and you got, well, he's actually your cousin, but he's a really good friend of mine, more like a brother, Greg Fenner. So that's what's up. yeah. So how's everything <laughs> going, man? Everything's really well. It's been a great start to the new year. Okay, let's get right into it about Engage 365. Exactly what is it? So Engage 365, uh, we're six years old. Um, It's an employee engagement company. We work with managers and and HR uh, directors. And basically, I found a niche six years ago um, with with about two companies at the time where retention was going down um, in both of those organizations. Um, And also just the quality of the employee experience was not great. So my company said, okay, let's figure out how we can make that better. And I designed some workshops. Then I um, hired coaches. And then, and then I also created some content that I would just, you know, uh, send them through automation on their emails. Um, and so once a quarter, I would send them surveys like, hey, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? How, how valuable is the content that you're getting from Engage? Uh, to the managers who are being coached, how valuable is your coaching? And we started to see the employee experience um, rise uh, for the better because of my company. And then we started to see retention year over year was getting better. So from there, started working with larger companies. um, And now six years later, you know, we're working with over over 80 different companies. So um, it's it's been a a great journey. But, yeah, all, all I'm doing is just reaching people where they're working, because most people have to spend the most time at work. But unfortunately, most people hate work. So how can we engage people <laughs> at work? And the more that we help people, the more that the, the, the business thrives. So that's what I've been doing. Um, and then we just launched, uh, I just launched a tech company about five months ago called Numa Technologies. And we're launching an app um, March 18th. And that app is, um, it's, a, it's an employee engagement app that has workouts in it. It's got um, coaching uh, videos. It's, it's got a whole bunch of stuff uh, in it, but people can also run there payroll through the app they can run you know this is an hr uh resource app let me let me ask you because you saw a need for this but what yeah. made you decide to actually fulfill the need the the number one reason why i decided is because i was an employee and i was unengaged <laughs> <laughs> i was disengaged every day i was like man i hate working and um and i had a problem i had two problems number one i didn't feel that my work was meaningful. As a lot of people struggle with that. Like, man, does my work even matter? Like, what's the point of me even being? Um, and that's also why uh, last fall, they call it the great resignation. It was uh, 4.8 million people or something like that. Don't quote me on the number. Uh, left their job uh, in, in, in last fall. So, so people are recognizing that if I'm not doing meaningful work, I don't want to be here. Secondly, which makes this even worse, my manager sucked. So I had a, I, I was working in a place that I didn't feel it was meaningful work and my manager was was horrible. So I left. I quit. Um, but what I did was my, my mom always taught me, don't don't quit a job without going without having something else lined up. So I actually started this company while working for that job um, and then basically, you know, bought myself out of my job by making resources or, or, or you know, making a, a salary from my own job. Let me ask you personally, Jared, what makes work meaningful for you? 
for me, uh, first I have to know my purpose. So I know what I'm here to do. And if I know that, then I can, I can do what jobs do to us, right? A, a, a company typically interviews us and tries to see if we're a good fit. I do that for the company. I say, mm, I don't know, should I work here? This, this doesn't seem like they align with my mission, you know? Um, and so, so for me personally, my, my purpose really is about three things, right? The, the, there's, the, there's the love, um, and then there's the doing, and then there's the people, you know, the people that I'm supposed to do it for. So, so what do I love? I love engaging people. That's why my company's called Engage. So I, I love engaging people like, like this podcast. We're engaging each other, but then there's people who are going to listen that are going to feel engaged, right? That's my jam. So, uh, yes, I, I, I engage, but then how, how do I do it? What's the doing? Well, it's strategy it's creativity. And then there might be a little bit of speaking or coaching, right? Um, strategy is the whiteboard. Creativity is just whatever's going on in my mind, putting it onto, you know, putting it into, into fruition, making it real. Um, and then finding out ways to connect with people, whether it's coaching, speaking, whatever. Um, and then finally, who are the people, the people who are stuck? I was stuck in my job. I have a nonprofit uh, called The Green Dream. Uh, we, have a, we have a program called The Pact in Southeast DC. Kids who are stuck. They're stuck because they're in a system. They're stuck because of their family situation. Stuck. So there's a narrative. There's something that you see in all the things in my life. It's I'm engaging people. I'm using strategy, creativity, um, and, and finding ways to connect with people who are stuck. And, and that's, that's the goal. So I know if I'm doing something in those in that realm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. If I'm not, then I probably shouldn't be there. I need to leave right now. You mentioned that you you actually go into the job saying that is it a good fit for you? That's I I know you it's really good to have that mentality, but how do you arrive at that point? Because a lot of people are just not confident enough. Because let's be honest, most people when we go into the job situation, in most instances, you actually need the job. So how do you approach it with that mindset? Well, <clears throat> today is easier more than ever because we have such a um, we have such a drought. They call it the war on talent. There's so many people, uh, there's so many companies that are looking desperately for employees. That's why people are giving more money than ever. People are, um, you know, spending more money on marketing and um, marketing to potential uh, uh, workers. And so, because of that, I, I could I can answer this question easier today than I did, you know, two years ago, three years ago. Um, right now you can apply for five different places. You can apply for eight different places and you might get seven out of, out of, out of eight. You might get six out of eight because there's such a, um, a need. Right. Um, but for me, it's, it, I made a decision in 20, I think it was 2018. I made a decision that I was going to invest more time in my personal life than anything else, any entertainment, um, any fun. So while you know, most people lay up watching Netflix. I would, I would lay on my bed and, and read a book or while, while most people were going out, you know, on a Friday night, I was uh, writing out personal goals or, um, you know, or, or when most people are going to get a cup of coffee with their friend, I got a therapist. So I spent 2019 and 2020 and, and now, I mean, now it's a lifestyle, but 2019 and 2020, I transformed the way that I thought I discovered how courageous uh, I, I, I can be how motivated I am, how driven. But then I also learned the wiring of my brain. I became an intellectual. And so now I can think through things instead of just allowing my feelings or emotions to drive me. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's important for people to do a little reflection. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people out there can tell me more about LeBron James stats than their own personal life, you mm -hmm. know, or, or they could tell me a lot. Uh, they can t a, a lady or, or, or guy could tell me more about Beyonce's body of work um, than than how how they are, how they plan to be emotionally stable, you know, or or or, or someone could tell me about uh, how Bitcoin is going to be incredible, but they can't tell me about how they're going to, uh, you know, save their marriage. You know, it's like you you. I don't know why we do this, but we like we look at everything externally and that's what gratifies us when, man, we're walking around with a body and a mind and a heart that is so intricate and, and complex. Man, I want to know more about myself, you know? Well, since you, okay, let's stay there because you yeah. talk about knowing about yourself. Um, do you think one of the reasons people don't take the time to really focus on themselves is because it requires a lot of hard work. And I always say this, there's two reasons. Number one, it requires a ton, ton of time, energy, and effort. Number two, not everybody is, uh, not everybody wants to find out who they really are. Like if you really got to go and dig deep, you might find some stuff that you're not happy about. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I found out that uh, I have a lot of insecurities. You know, and I, I had to I had to figure that out. You know, um, I had to I had to find out my blind spots. Um, I had to look at patterns in my life that are not beneficial uh, to to my progress. And so I got to handle those patterns. Why do I talk like this? Why do I naturally think like this? Um, why 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 am I a disruptor? OK, let's let's pick that apart and let's see the good in disruption innovation, creativity, you know, mobilizing people to do something good. But let's talk about the bad of disruption, disrespect, you know, uh, uh, you know, conflict, you know, desiring conflict for, for no reason at all. Like, let's handle every component of who I am. And some people are afraid to deal with that because that they might find out that they don't like themselves. They don't, you know, and then now what do we do? Mm. For you personally, is there one insecurity that stood out more than others? Well, I would say, so, you know, we're late, we're multi-layered, right? So I would say, yes, there were insecurities that, that I acknowledge or that I discovered, but then those, all of those insecurities were rooted in my childhood experience. So you, that's what I'm saying. This stuff is so, so complex and so deep. So once I discovered those insecurities, I said, man, where do we source those? Like, where are they, where'd they come from? Okay. Now I got to go back to oh, okay, it's because when I was a child, the way that I was raised, um, I, I, I navigated the world a certain way, thinking that I was operating in freedom. Little did I know that the world wouldn't accept me the way that my parents would. So now I have to handle, at six years old, um, jealousy of a 40-year-old of a man towards my father. It has nothing to do with me, but then he's projecting his, his experience on me. So this is very complex. So then I then develop a complex myself. So now I become harder on the outside and then I become something that I'm not. And then I do that for 20 years. So you see, there's a lot of complexities. So the insecurities are really driven by experiences. At any point in that journey, did you just, did you figure, at any point in that journey, did you ever come to a decision like, hmm, this is too much. I may want to quit. Hmm. I think um, another... <laughs> Thing that I've learned about my personality, which is 
it's funny, but it's, it annoys the the mess out of my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my my tendency is, and I think sports has done this. I push through, but my mouth my mouth might say opposite of 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 how I'm pushing through. So what I mean by that is, you know, coaches say, hey, we got we got we got 10 sprints, 100 yard sprints. You know, we're going down, back, down, back. I'm like, man, dang, man, coach always trip. And I might go for a whole minute of just complaining, but I'm going to win every single sprint. So mm-hmm. it, that's that's I don't know what that is with me, but but um, that's just the way that I'm wired. So I say that to say there have been times where I'm like, man, this is bull. You know, I'm just this is bogus. And I, I don't want to even go through this. Um, but at the same time, I keep driving. Uh, so my wife's like, man, will you shut up? Like, I already know you're going to do what you say you're going to do. I already know you're going to you're going to step up to the challenge, but you got to go through your little thing. But I, I call it venting. It, 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 it gives me <laughs> it gives me a little peace. You you mentioned that you play sports. Um, you play football, correct? Yep. How has football prepared you for life? Football has done many, many good things. Um First and foremost, it's taught me discipline, um, having to wake up early and, and having to having to having to be accountable for all of my actions. Foot, the greatest thing ever in my in my journey of, of maturing has been that all of my actions and my movement was recorded on film. And as a team, we had to watch that film. So. Nobody uh, outside of sports, nobody ever watches film on how they're how they're doing what they're doing. So I know, you know, for let me see, that was four years in high school, four years in college, three years in the pros. So that's a long time where there was an expectation every evening that I was going to be with a group of people watching myself and anybody could comment on, on any action of mine. And a coach could chew me out in front of everybody as we're watching the film. That causes a certain level of humility and discipline, but also an openness for correction. And so anybody can call me out anytime. And I don't get that. Um, who are they? No, I, I've been in rooms where 60 different people could say something about my movement. So that, that one's major for me. Then obviously the discipline of getting ready and, and training, but then also the camaraderie of collaboration, building with people you know, trusting the guy on the line, trusting the quarterback, um, you know, trusting the coach. So those, those things I, I put into practice. I mean, I'm a collaborator. I'm always trying to do a deal with somebody. I'm always trying to do business with somebody. I get contracts. Then I turn right around and call 15 different people and say, Hey, I just got this money. Let's see how we can figure this thing out. Cause I, once again, my mouth, even though my mouth can get me in trouble or, or I can say a lot of crazy stuff, I can also get a deal. <laughs> so, so I can, I can close the deal and be like, okay, we got to figure out how we're going to get this deal that I just closed down. Um, but that's where collaboration comes. So football has taught me all of that, all of that. And, and, and finally football has taught me how to lose. It's taught me how to lose and how to say, okay, it won't happen again, or that's all right. Next week, we're going to show up, you know? So those, those, those are just really invaluable lessons. You know what? You're the first athlete that I could think of that said, it taught you how to lose. Mm. Why is that important? Because everybody's got to take an L, you know, whether daily, weekly, monthly. <laughs> I mean, there's L's that we got to take. I mean, 
you know, I, I can name you some high level L's and I can, I can name you some low level L's that I've, that I've recently taken. Uh, a, a high level L is I had an opportunity to, to, to get a specific uh, business contract and I didn't get it. You know, I don't know why, you know, it's, 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 it's with a large corporation. Um, it's a sports corporation. Didn't get it. That's an L for me. We're not going to say, oh, well, it's not an L. You try it. No, it's, a, it's an L because I, I thought I was going to get it and getting it would have been a win. So I didn't get it. Um, but I turned around and got got some other business after that. That happened last spring. Um, what about another major uh, uh, major L? I I struggled with, you know, I'm, I'm almost married 10 years now. I, I, for eight years of those 10 years, I didn't know how to love my wife the way she needed to be loved. That's an L. That's an L. Now you got to figure out how to how to. Uh, watch film and how to adjust, how to pivot. Um, and so we, we, you know, we got marriage counseling. We got, we, we, we started reading books together, started praying together. We started figuring out how to do what we needed to do. And when I say we, I mean me. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's a L, you know, that's, that's eight L's out of 10. I, I might be exaggerating, might be seven, might be six, but still it feels like eight. So now we just, we just, we just had a major win in 2021, you know? So mm -hmm. up 2022, we're going to the championship again. That's that I had to learn from that L or we would have just had an average relationship for, for, you know, however many years. So those are high level L's. Look at the low level L's. I, I looked in my mirror yesterday and said, man, I'm not where I need to be, man. I got to get back in shape. Like that's a low, that's a small L. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to body shame myself. Oh, I'm just going to keep on eating because it feels good. No, I need to, I need to take uh, my, 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 my life serious. And I need to consider um, what, an unhealthy life does to someone like me, who's an entrepreneur, who's driven, who's got to make some major moves and travel and not sleep as much. I got to, I got to be healthy and take my vitamins, blah, blah, blah. So that's a small L unless now, as soon as this is over, I'm going to go work out for an hour. Um, so, you know, those are small L's, you know, another small L might be, um, you know, this is a, a small L that could have been big. I finessed it because I'm, I'm a finesser, but my daughter had a um, father, daughter, uh, lunch at her school uh, last Thursday. And unfortunately, I was traveling. Uh, I had some client stuff that had been booked out for a long time. And, and we, I don't know how I didn't know, uh, you know, I don't know how my daughter, I don't know, they might not have sent the papers home, whatever. But I found out the Monday, last Monday, and the thing was on Thursday, and my trip was from Thursday to, to Saturday. So, mm -hmm. so the, the L is, um, I told my wife, I said, hey, she's not going to school on Thursday. I would rather her get a whole day of school off on me <laughs> than <laughs> than go than go there and not not have me in the room with her and her uh, her peers. Those are the decisions that I make. That's how I run my house. Some of us say, "Man, that's crazy. Why'd you do?" Or you should have canceled your trip. No, I'm not canceling my trip because my trip is gonna uh, uh, allow us to keep on having the resources for her to go to this school. <laughs> you know, um, but at the same time, I'm not gonna leave my daughter out like that. So I come back home, then I took her out on a date. So that. Th those are small L's. Um, you got to learn how to adjust. You got to learn how to pivot. And then we, you get your win later and you keep on growing. Man, you mentioned, you mentioned, um, you, you say something really important that I want to touch on because I don't think people pay enough attention to the physical aspect of being an entrepreneur. So how important is it to keep your mind right? Because we know about the mind, but just your body, because you got to have the endurance to continue to. Oh, keep my goodness, going. man. Listen, man. 2021, uh, 2021, I took 46 flights. My United Airlines app said, you've taken 46 flights, we've upgraded you, blah, blah, That's That is way more travel than I've ever done in my life. And I used to travel, you know, every week for football games. 
Um, so with that, you're in different hotels. Uh, you've got early morning meetings, but you got late night think thinking sessions. Um, you, you, your brain has to be sharp, but your brain can't be sharp if your body can't get up. Um, you know, there, there's a demand on like your ability to show up physically uh, in a place and to, and to look healthy, right? Because you, you don't want to look in, you know, in a potential client meeting or, or a presentation or a speaking engagement and you look horrible. So, so you got to really take care of your body because the demand, think about, you know, I just think about all of my friends and family who, who work a steady job. They, they, they just have to go to sleep by a certain time so they can, and they don't even have to do that. So they can wake up, get in the car and, and, and show up at that same location every time. Imagine, you know, imagine not having that, <laughs> you know, imagine having to, to travel every week or every other week, or imagine having to meet with, you know, it's one thing to have your core group at work, but then you got to meet with, uh, as an entrepreneur, you got to meet with a different person every single meeting. Um, so the, the demand, the physical demand of traveling and moving and functioning, uh, while also it being manifested in your mind, now your mind, because of the highs and lows, and because now you are your own boss, so you dictate if your mortgage is going to be paid, you dictate if your car note is going to be paid, you dictate if you can take a, a vacation with your family or not. So now you've got the stress. So that and stress manifests into your body. So now you really got to be in shape because if the stress of, of entrepreneurship manifests into, into an unhealthy body, body, man, all sorts of things can go, go, you know, completely awry. I'm going to go back to the, to the um, last portion of the conversation, because you were talking about your daughter and the, the dance that she, um, unfortunately wasn't able to make. Yeah. You just said you take like four, you took what, 46 flights in the last year, 46 flights, man. Yeah which is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you manage to balance business and family? Because of course, you know, family comes first, but let's be honest, you have to be able to provide for the family as well. So how do you balance the two? Yeah. So um, I make boundaries and I make, and I make rules to my own life. Um, so an example is I don't take calls pretty much I mean, I, I say I don't take calls before seven, but it's almost like I don't take calls at, uh, before five. Uh, I'm sorry, after seven. I don't I don't think I take calls after five. I, I, I can't think of a time where I've been at home with the kids and, and I took took a call uh, in the evening. But at least my rule is seven. Um, so after seven o'clock, everything's shut down. Now, five to seven is dinner time, homework time. So I'm just present. You know, I'm just present. I'm in the moment. A lot of times I leave my phone. Uh, on the charger. Um, another thing, Saturdays, Saturday is family day, no matter what, you know, I, I'm, I'm here with you. They're all asleep, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but like, once this is off, you know, I'm gonna work out with my wife then I'm gonna hang with the girls and we're going to be in the house. We're going to, we're going to eat food, watch TV. We're going to play games. And this is every single Saturday. I, I, I work really hard to not be out of town on Saturdays. Um, and if I am out of town on a Saturday, then I make up for it the day that I'm back. So let's say let's say I don't land till till Saturday night. Then I'm going to say, OK, y'all, Sunday is family day. I'm, I'm just going to you know swap it out. But there will be no week where we didn't have family day. Um, so so that's another thing. And then also I spend a lot of time having adult conversations with my daughters. So if I am out of town I'm and I'm FaceTiming my wife, 
hey, put Alana on the phone. And then I talked to Alana like I talked to you. Alana, let me tell you what's going on. Daddy's got a big opportunity with Chick-fil-A. Um, here's what we're working on right now. And, you know, you know, do you like Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah, I like Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I know I know some people who own them. Oh, you know, own them. And then I I'm I'm teaching her, but at the same time, inviting her into my life. So if someone says, where's your dad? She doesn't say, I don't know. She says, my dad's working with Chick-fil-A this week. So right now he's in Atlanta and he might have a contract and a contract is da 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 da. And through that contract, he's going to be able to support a number of restaurants, but he's also going to be able to help their uh, team members and their leaders. So that's what he's doing right now. I want my daughters to be able to not only know where I am, but know what I'm up to and know that they might have a place, you know, in what I'm doing in the future. And that's brilliant. That is brilliant, man. I, I commend you for just knowing how important that family piece is and carving out that time. Yeah, not not only is it important to me personally, <clears throat> but I'm also training, for lack of a better term. I don't like that term. I, we we use the word teaching uh, in my company, but uh, listen to this. I'm teaching people in in my life and and my family members. I'm teaching them uh, uh, how we do what we do, because you know, family members and friends they're always going to have their two cents. Because don't you know they love you, but they don't know how to communicate that they um, that they might be worried about, you know, whatever moves that you're making. <laughs> so 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 it's like, OK, hold on. Let me let me explain to you something, because I spend a lot more time with my family than you do. You know, <laughs> let me tell you what we're building over here. And and, you know, uh, I work really hard to explain to them what I'm doing because I care for them, too. So, you know, if I have a family member that says, man, it seems like you're traveling a lot. You're always gone. Those babies need you. You know, that's that's like common family talk right I'm like yeah, yeah they sure yeah. they sure they sure need me yeah they they do matter of fact i'm having some really great conversation hey call joanna put 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 her on uh ask her to put you on the phone with alana and and ask alana you know what our last conversation was you know like <laughs> I, I i i want you to know how intentional and how focused i am about what i'm doing um so you, you got to teach your family as well because nobody knows what an individual is building and nobody knows the structure of a house unless you live in it. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay focused and stay true to who you are and what you're building. You can't be worrying about other people's opinions, but I do have the grace to explain. You did pique my interest with that. Why don't you like the term trainer? Because dogs are trained, <laughs> you know, it's uh. like, it's like when you, when you train, when you train an animal, you know, that animal will always do a specific thing. Um, for me, I don't want to train someone to, to, to do anything the way that I do it or the, or the way that I think is the best way to do it. This is very important. I teach people the, the tools um, and give them the resources so that when they're in a specific situation, they can use those resources, but use it the way that they would use it best. Mm. And that's the way you build leaders. You don't build leaders by, uh, there's been a lot of leaders that I've been under that have, that have really jacked me up and had to, you know, I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to basically get myself out of the ide ideology that they put on me um, and, and rediscover myself and find freedom because they were not teaching me. They were training me and mm. they were they were training me to do what they wanted me to do um, and do it the way they wanted to do it. Therefore, when I when I did anything outside of what they trained me to do, I was wrong, you know. Um, and so so I, I don't believe in that. I, I believe in teaching people and not trying to build robots 
you know, or, or, you know, what's even crazier. Have you heard the term um, replicate yourself? I have not. No. So, so a lot of people, they say, Hey, you need, how can you replicate yourself? How can, how can you scale your business? How can you, you know, basically, basically how can you uh, make more of you? Right. So you could do more. I don't agree. I don't agree with replicating yourself. I, I believe in you being the best you and then empowering people to be the best them. So there will not be another Jared, you know, there, there, there will be another person that might be taught and, and equipped and empowered by me, but, but they're not supposed to be another me. Hmm. I want to talk about purpose because I watch your Instagram videos. That seems to be a word that you use a lot. Yeah. But for you personally, I want to talk about how did you feel when you were not living in your purpose? Um. Well, I guess there's two parts to that answer. Number one is you, I didn't even know. Like, I think a lot of people don't know that they're not living in their purpose. Um, and then it, you, there's always some moment that causes us to like, to question, you know, what our purpose is. And at that moment, you realize in questioning that you're not living in your purpose. Um, so that, that's the first part. The second part is I, I knew that I wasn't living in my purpose once I started like writing it down and making it very clear. Jared exists to love and support people through engagement and the way that he does that by speaking strategy, creativity, coaching, what have you, so that people who are stuck can experience freedom. That is my purpose statement. I'm going to say I might say it differently in different settings, but that that line of thinking is what is is how I operate every single day. So now that I know that think about a company, you think about um, Apple and they have a mission statement. Once they they put that mission statement down and, and they 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 adopt it, they don't do anything else. You cannot go to the Apple store. I will bet anybody on here a million dollars. You cannot go to the Apple store and order a Big Mac. You, you're not, you, <laughs> you ain't gonna, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> you are not gonna get a Big Mac because it goes outside of their mission, you know? And their mission is to think different through technology and to, and to use uh, basic, apply, uh, basic uh, 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 electronics. Um, to to connect people and, and to help people get tasks done and blah, blah, blah. So if that's their mission, they're not going to do anything outside of it. So all I did was I wrote a mission statement down. Once I did that, I said, okay, anything outside of that is not happening. Any, anything outside of my purpose, I cannot do it. Um, and so my life changed as soon as I, as soon as I wrote it down and started to, uh, you know, have that conviction. I'm sure the listeners want to know as well as I do, what was the mission statement? <laughs> <laughs> so um for for me i i created a six-part module it's actually a free course on my um <clears throat> on my instagram page uh right now and it's a six-part module it asks you six questions um so the first question is uh what are you most passionate about what do you love to do for others uh the second question is what is your favorite talent um second the third question is what's your um uh i think it's uh what 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 gift do you use to empower other people? Uh, the fourth question is, um, what is your most proven talent? The people have said, you know, that you're good at throughout all the years. Uh, number five is who are the people that you care about the most? And number six is what are the feeling, what feeling do you love more than anything? And those simple six questions that was that six. Did I say five? Mm -hmm. or six? That was six. Okay. That was six. So, um, those simple six questions is what I use as a framework to write out my own. So, I, Jared, exist. So once you take the answers to each of those six questions, then you write it out one, two, three, four, five, six. So I, Jared, one, by two and three, 
uh, with four so that five can experience six. I, Jared, uh, um, uh, engage people with strategy, creativity, um, and communication so that people who are stuck can experience freedom. So that's, that's what I do. So if you're stuck and, and you desire freedom, come to me because I'm going to use my strategy, my creativity, and, and some form of communication, whether speaking, coaching, whatever, uh, leadership, to get you to that freedom place and, and get you unstuck. So that's, that's my mission statement. We're going to close with this. <laughs> what is the one thing you want people to know about Jared Green? Uh, that's a tough question because for me, I'm one of those people like, if you don't want to know anything, you don't need to know it. But if you, but if you, did, <laughs> but if you did, but if you do need to know, if, if you really want to know uh, what I'm about, I would say I'm about this next generation. I'm a legacy driven person. And so whether I'm working with employees that work at organizations, I'm going to engage those people because those are the future leaders of America. So I want to focus on them. I want to soften their hearts. I want to create, help them to learn how to innovate, how to be free and how to um, leverage their work for humanity. How can they be socially impactful with what they do? If, if I'm in a, a school setting, I'm working on the young generation. I'm helping, I'm helping the school age kids and fig- helping them figuring out their passions, helping them to figure out their passions, their talents, um, redeeming their lives. Their, their mama might already might have told them they weren't gonna be nothing. They, they might not have had a father in their life. They, they might have people in the neighborhood make fun of them. So I got to redeem that. I got to bring you back to a restored version of yourself. Then I want to equip you with a purpose, not my purpose for you. I'm not training you. I want to help you discover what purpose is for yourself. Then I want to help you navigate the world as you operate in that purpose every day. And then as far as my, my children, same thing. So if, if anything about me, uh, you know, that, that, that someone didn't know is that I'm driven every day. I wake up every morning focusing on how I can mobilize a generation to operate on, uh, in their purpose and to be socially impactful for the entire world. Man, that was a brilliant way to sum it up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Hey, I really want to take the time to thank you for um, being on the podcast. It's truly been an honor and pleasure talking with you. Um, you're a young, brilliant man, and I wish you all the best moving forward. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Before we end this, please tell the people how they can follow you. At Jared Green Speaks on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I got a LinkedIn page. That's kind of where I stay the busiest. Um, and also just if you have any inquiries, if you're a business person and you're trying to do business, uh, just email me at uh, info at engage365.us. Engage365.us. Let's get connected. Let's get some money. Let's change the world. All right. Again, all the best with Engage365 moving forward. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All right. I want to take right. the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lent. My Facebook is also conversations with Lent. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.